Hey everyone, it's me, the Herd Man, back at it again. And this is G's for Wednesday, May 5th, 2021. What's going on? How are you doing today? You know, I thought today I would do something a little different. Okay, I usually kind of have a script. I, I, I kind of have my topics all laid out. And today was one of those days where it just, it was getting too too hard to kind of come up with that stuff. So I thought that today I would do a little freestyling. Now, not talking to beatboxing kind, although that'd be pretty cool if I could actually do that. But I figured I'd give you um, my unfiltered review of the PlayStation 5 after having it for six months now. So just a little background here. Uh, as some of you know that have been on Twitch before, I've told this story. But for those that are new, you know, I'll kind of give you the whole rehash of how I actually obtained my PlayStation 5. So as we know, PlayStation 5 is something that has been nearly impossible for people to get a hold of. I mean, they've been, you know, when it first started with those pre-orders on Best Buy and Walmart and Amazon, it was it was a complete joke, I mean, especially with those assholes with those robots that were just picking up the PlayStations and, and then just selling them online on, on eBay for like three times the price. It was just, it was a disgrace. And I was even one of those people who got on to Best Buy one night when they had it. And I got as far as the cart and I started to go to checkout and it just hung and it didn't stop. It just kept on going in that little damn circle. And I just, I stood there, I shit you not, I was for 45 minutes. I just stared at that circle, just hoping upon hope that I was actually going to be able to get it. And of course it didn't happen. Next day news, everyone was super pissed. There, I was really much like, you know, this isn't going to happen. I'm going to have to wait just like everyone else. This, this really sucks. So a couple days later from that happening, I get an email from Sony. And it's an invitation to pre-order a PS5. First of all, I had to do some researching to make sure this thing wasn't complete bogus and I wasn't get ripped off. But in it was a link that said here at this particular time, click on this link and they'll put you in a queue. So... Come, you know, a couple days later after that, um, you know, it gets to be, I think, I don't know if it was a morning or nighttime one, but uh, I clicked on the link and all of a sudden the queue came up and said, you're, you're in the queue. You're waiting in line. You're, you're, you know, about five more minutes and we can get you set up with, uh, with the pre-order. And I was, you know, at first I wasn't, I, I didn't really believe it, but all of a sudden time comes up and whew. All of a sudden, it gives me two options. Do I want the digital version or do I want the disc version? And the one thing I wanted for sure, I mean, I have PlayStation 4 and I, I do have games on disc, but with the PlayStation 4, I was really starting to purchase more games that were digital. To me, it just seems like that's the route that we're all going to be going. Uh, disc does not seem to be a format that is going to be lasting very much longer. So I said, hell yeah, I want to get the, the discless version. Um, let's just go all digital with the PS5. So I went ahead and clicked on that, put in my order, uh, gave them my credit card, and boom, all of a sudden it said I had a PlayStation on the way in November. I could not believe it. I was thrilled. And again, I, I, I cannot thank Sony enough for giving me the opportunity. It was, it was awesome because I know that there's some people that have been waiting forever still. It's been six months for me using it, but there's still been about six months, seven months for people who have been trying, trying really hard to get one. So that's uh, that's my backstory of actually getting the PS5. So come November, I get this awesome package in the mail, open it up and there's this beautiful box. 
you know, it's not as beautiful as the Xbox. I mean, I saw what the Xbox Series X looked like with opening. I do have to give Xbox credit. Their packaging, I was jealous of that. That was really slick how they did everything, how it opened up, how it had a little message here. Um, it was it was really well done by Xbox. And PlayStation came up and, you know, the, I'm just excited because it was a new PlayStation 5. So I opened it up. I, I didn't give a shit about the box at the time. And I plug it in downstairs and I got a little ahead of myself. I crisscrossed some HDMI cables, plugged in the wrong one. And completely, I turned on the PS5 and I see nothing. It's just black screen. So I'm, I'm just freaking out. I'm thinking, oh shit, it's my HDR. It's, it's something else. So as I'm fumbling, I can, you know, I finally get it to turn on. And I missed the initial, like, introduction. I guess when you get your PS5 and you turn it on for the first time, it just does this magical introduction. And it only happens once. So unfortunately, I didn't get to witness that. Honestly, I didn't care. Uh, I got on there. First thing I see is the welcome screen. I got my account set up. Boom, I'm good to go. So from there, I kind of want to go into what my experience has been like for those past six months. Also kind of reviewing you know, what I think about the PS5 in itself. We talk about the hardware peripherals, talk about the games, things like that. So let's start with the, the hardware itself. I mean, the power that the PS5 has is silly. It's just the load times for games was just, it's, it's unbelievable. The, uh, to play Miles or uh, Spider-Man, Miles Morales was, was fun because it, it was like the wait time was literally seconds and boom, you're into the next part. Boom, you're in the next part. I got through that game so quickly. I probably, it probably took me as long, you know, as much time as it took me to get through Miles Morales was probably the, the total combined wait time that I had on the PS4 version of, of Spider-Man. Uh, again, great game for Spider-Man, and Miles Morales was basically a duplicate, pretty much. I mean, we gotta admit it was it was pretty much a carbon copy of Spider-Man, but it was a great kickoff to show you the the power that the PS5 had. You know, the speed it was gonna take, the graphics, um, everything about it, the movements. It was it was a great way to start and, and, and get into a PS5, but it all comes down to that hardware. And PlayStation, Sony knew exactly what they were doing. They got a, uh, I think they got a proprietary um, CPU in there. The fan system is really slick, where you can easily remove the sides and clean off your fans if needed. And let's see, what else can I say about it? Oh, the uh, big feature was with the the SSD drive. Having that, it makes all the difference. And I did not, I I, re, I installed a new hard drive into my PS4. I did not use an SSD on there. But, you know, as cool it is, I mean, the SSD works lightning fast on the PS5. And they do have an expansion slot so that you can add more uh, hard, dris, uh, hard drive disk on there, or hard disk drive on there, and which is great. However, Sony has still not released or actually opened that up, which that's kind of pissing me off. I think it's pissing off a lot of people because, you know, you get your terabyte of uh, storage and it fills up pretty quickly with the size of these games, especially if you have the digital version, you want that expansion. I did go ahead and actually purchase an external SSD and I have it plugged into the back of the PS5. I use that to download all my PS4 games and I play them off of that, and that works seamlessly. It works great, and the, the games run really smooth, they run really fast, they load really fast. So I'll give, again, hardware-wise, 
PlayStation and Sony, or Sony knew what they were doing with PlayStation 5. So the look itself, I mean, when you look, when you, when you first saw the images of the PlayStation 5, everyone was laughing because they're like, it looks like a fucking router. Pardon my language, but it looked like a fucking router. And, you know, people are even taking, like, notebooks, putting them in between a, uh, I forget what the middle part, just a black book or something like that. It, it, man, this sucker is huge. I mean, everyone thought the PS4 when it came out was huge. This thing is massive. However, at least they went about it in a way to not make it a complete eyesore when you're looking at it. The design itself with the sides kind of fanning out and you got that white finish and you got kind of the, the, the nice glossy finish on the uh, on the actual black part. Makes it look really nice. I have it sitting up upright. You can actually put it upright or on its side. I have it standing upright on one of my bookshelves and it looks really good. I mean, it actually looks like it's part of the of my office so I've, I've been very happy with the way it looks I have not wanted to hide it for any reason and again just the ability for them to take the stand and make it compatible to do both sideways and upright was a great idea so kudos to, to Sony on, on doing that uh, the inside when I say the inside I mean like the interface the home screen it took a little used to uh, took a little bit of uh, getting used to uh, it was a little off I'm still trying to get used to it. it i still think it's a little messy uh not very well organized i think they're trying to throw too much at you still they haven't really done an update in the last six months on it a whole lot but i i think they still need to work on that if they're gonna upgrade something on the interface i mean they just they need to revamp that entire home screen so um otherwise the ability to pause your games to move on to other games great stuff i love that you can do that and um you know, that's all I got to say about the, the looks here. As for those peripherals, uh, I got the remote control. I have not needed to use it because I have a Roku. I have other streaming devices that I use outside of this. I don't know why I purchased the remote control. I think I did it just out of uh, fanboyism or something like that. That I said, oh, I got to have everything. So I haven't used it. The camera. I have not used. I have a separate web camera that I use for all my streaming. I stream off of OBS. There's actually been no need for me to use it. I've tried to use the HD web camera. It's not HD. They just use that name. It really pisses me off when they start using like HD camera because the quality of the image looks like crap. And I wouldn't recommend it. Even you know, even if you're doing if you're doing budget streaming, just just don't even show your face. I mean, the, the whole point of the that camera is kind of silly. They really need to step up their game and make a really... If you're going to go that route, do a high-quality camera. You know, there's no reason to go out, out other ways. But then comes the big, the big thing, and that's the controller itself. The controller was freaking awesome. I mean, this new, uh, this new dual, uh, geez, DualShock controller, um, DualSense, I think it is now, the... It's just awesome. It, it's it's much bigger. It took a little bit to to get used to, but the feel of it now. I mean, when I hold the old DualShock, it's man, it, it really feels small and really kind of brittle. This is really well made. It's a little heavier, so it's got some stock in it. And you know, as much as it, you know, I don't want to sound like a cliche. Those haptic triggers are actually pretty good. 
I at first disabled the haptic triggers, uh, and when I for those people who aren't, aren't aware, haptic triggers are basically they're 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 providing resistance as you're pulling on them or you're as you're pulling the trigger to give it more of a real sense. So if you're pulling a gun in a game and you're starting to pull back that trigger, it's going to give you some resistance until all of a sudden that bullet shoots and it, then it kind of lets up, um, which is awesome. It's really cool and, and I've used that to my advantage on Call of Duty on Fortnite. Um, you start getting the sense of okay, how good is this gun? How is this going to work? What do I need to do? And it's 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 actually a really cool feature. I wasn't really sure at first how that was gonna work, but I've been very impressed with it. The touchpad has been completely useless. There's been nothing I've used for the touchpad other than the Astro game that came with the, uh, uh, with the PS5. Uh, the D-pad's been fine. I've been using that for Mortal Kombat. Uh, the analog sticks are just the same. I do like the microphone feature and the speaker feature on there, uh, especially if you don't want to plug into your headphones and you're talking to people. The mute button is also a really nice feature that you can just mute not only yourself, but everyone else that's talking on there. So, I mean, they really did outdid themselves when they were coming up with the PS5 with this controller. They could have gone Xbox route and just said, hey, here's our same damn controller. They didn't. They they went above and beyond with that. And I am I am very happy with the with the new haptic controller and the, the DualSense controller that they got. Um, so let's talk. The one last thing we want to talk about is games here. And this is where PlayStation is falling short. When it first came out, you had Miles Morales. Everyone was just excited about that. Uh, again, though, it's it's a rehash of an existing game. Just better graphics and quicker load time. But then you had, you know, Call of Duty. Oh, great, great. But again, PS4. So it's just, uh, okay, it's better graphics, better load time. Uh, there's not really been a game changer in regards to the actual games coming out. There's been no IP that has stood out uh, that said, here, this is PS5, this is why you want to get the PS5. And I think that's why a lot of people now are starting to hold back, because there's nothing that's really showcasing to say, hey, this is why you should get the PS5. I mean, I, what I would say is that if you're going to get the PS5, get it because of the load times. Get it because of the dual sense. I mean, you'll be playing the same games that you could play on PS4. In fact, I purchase games on my PS4 and then I just download them on my PS5. I got MLB The Show 21 uh, on, on PS4. The only thing I regret about that is that the, the build your own ballpark feature is only for PS5, which I think is a really shitty thing for, uh, for them to do. Uh, I wish they would have included both of those on, on both the PS4 and PS5, but that was their choice. Um, and the other thing with the, the games too, I mean, a lot of the games are doing free upgrades from PS4 to PS5, that's just, you know, which is great. But now, you know, developers are starting to be smart. They're starting to charge you for both versions. If you have the PS4 version, they're expecting you to purchase the PS5 version if you have a PS5. I think if you're a customer of Sony, you should get both of them. And I just think that's how Sony should... Uh, contract that with those developers there's no reason to kind of hold us hostage and, and force us to have to purchase two different versions because most of us are going to be using our ps4 for another three or four years it's a well-built piece of hardware and it's going to last really really long so that's you know the games are i'm really hoping you know they, they did the crash band or the yeah the uh, racket ratchet clink uh preview last week you know which is great but still it's just not eye-popping I mean, they're talking about doing the PSVR. I you know it's a lot of potential there. I think that's going to be a game changer when that comes out. But overall, 
Sony, PlayStation, you guys got to step up your game. You got to start getting some more games in here that are going to make us want to go ahead and purchase it. So come, come E3, you better, you know, I know you're doing your own thing. Blow my socks off, man. I, I, I want to come, you know, come this December. I want to like be giving you my money saying, here, take it. I want to play these games. Take it, please take it, take it, take it, take it, take it. And that's what they have to do. Uh, and if not, I'm not going to complain. It's still a great council. I'm still very glad after six months that I got it. I love it. I mean, I, I play it pretty much every night. The controllers are great. I've been happy with the load times. If you still, if you still want to get one, go out there and try. You got to try and get one. Don't fall for those people who are trying to oversell them. Get in there, do the work, try to get one for you. I wish you all the best of luck because if you want one, you, you won't be disappointed. The games will eventually come, but the experience of having one and what it can do for you and, and, and the potential is very exciting. So uh, this is really, you know, again, this is my freestyle, as I call it, uh, take on, you know, the PlayStation 5 and, and kind of my review after six months of how everything's going. So I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I'll probably do these more in the future as well. It allows me to just keep on rambling. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it for today. So, uh, you can catch me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on Twitch and also look me up on TikTok and Twitter as well. Just search herdman 22 Be sure to tell your friends about the podcast and remember to give us a like. If you have any questions or comments, you can send them to me, the real herdman at the at gmail.com. I'm doing my best to release daily folks. Like I said, tomorrow we'll see what I can do. But um, again, it gets a little harder each week based on what's coming out. Also with life in general. So I will try to keep this streak going. I know you're enjoying it. Again, thank you for your support. We will see you tomorrow. Have a great day. I am out of here.